Hi, I'm Kevin, a corporate trainer by day, videographer and stand-up comedian by night, and this is my co-host. Hi everyone, I'm Erica, a technical and travel writer who enjoys the simpler things in life. We're so excited to announce our new podcast, Simply Rudimentary, a shift back to fundamental principles. Now, if you're like us, you've witnessed a shift in the American consciousness, so much so that many have lost the ability to value life's simplicity. And that's where we come in, to help you reminisce, and with any luck, plant a few seeds to help you and your loved ones get back there. So sit back, chillax, and enjoy a simpler simpler time. time. Today's episode is titled, The Christmas Card. You know, Kevin, it used to be that immediately after Thanksgiving, before most families had even made it home, that the remainder of the holiday weekend would be in search of the perfect Christmas card. You know, Christmas cards have been around since the Victorian ages. And the truth is, they were a lot like us, busy. But, you know, like a different kind of busy. Their dilemma remained an influx of written letters that required correspondence that many simply did not have time to fulfill until someone named Sir Cole had a different idea. With some artistic help from J.C. Horsley, Cole designed a personalizable cardboard image that evolved into what we now know today as the Christmas card. So many of you are probably wondering, why are we having this discussion? Well, I'm going to tell you. Unfortunately, the Christmas card has become replaced with generic messages like memes and emojis. And no, I'm sad to tell you, but your mom does not get excited about the Merry Christmas in the tree emoji text that you that all of you guys are sending her. And so for others, the gift of correspondence, it might be, you know, Kevin, nothing at all, you know. Try being that person who gets no phone call, no card, or even a visitation and see how miserable you feel because people were too preoccupied to spend an extra five minutes to acknowledge you. I don't know about you, but technology, once believed to be a good thing, is seemingly furthering the human disconnect. You know, People seem to no longer be able to discern the value of traditional words. But together, audience, we would like to help change that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Just take how businesses have changed. Uh, Let's talk Black Friday, for example. You know, it started out as a big box retailers offering big discounts the day after Thanksgiving to kick off the holiday season. Uh, because they wanted to take advantage of the fact that most Americans were off that day. What they got was long lines filled with impatient deal-seeking customers. And as if that wasn't enough, then retailers decided, hey, if they're going to come super early and wait in line, why don't we start opening up at midnight, with some going as far as opening up on Thanksgiving Day. This caused more people to prematurely leave the dinner table, skip seconds, and go to work and are shopping in search of a deal that is reality, just last year's leftovers and discontinued models. In search of the perfect gift to make everyone happy, consumers are unwittingly racking up tons of unnecessary debt. This combination, fueled by the media's saturation of endless annoying ads, is the perfect formula to create the new age Scrooge. So 
After enduring all of the craziness to come home, open your mailbox, and find what some might view as a simple card, in reality, is a gesture that is so much more. It's something that takes you back to the true meaning of the holidays, knowing that you were in someone's thoughts. Christmas cards are a quick, easy way to stay in touch on a more personal level. They often are personalized with individual messages by the sender. They are also an efficient way to help build relationships, both professional and personal. And I can say that at my job, we get a lot of um, food and cookies and stuff that gets sent to the office every day. But the cards, after all the food's gone and eaten and the boxes are in the trash, the cards are hung up all over the office. Um, so it makes it a really walk by and kind of see the different brands, the different customization of all the cards and stuff. And it really stands out that this company, you know, sent us a card and was thinking about us after all in, with all their other customers as well. So, Eric, I know you got your own Christmas card traditions. Why is it so important for you to send Christmas cards to your friends and family? You know, Kevin, I don't live near most of my family and or friends. So one way that I let them know that I'm thinking about them is to send them, you know, a personalized card. Look, I am not one of those who just goes out, you know, and picks random a random box of cards for my friends, you know. The cards that I pick out, you know, they're they're very well thought out messages that I feel are very fitting, you know, for the year. You know, it's very important, Kevin, for me to uh, let people know that they're important to me. You know, I want people to understand what the holiday season is all about. So my cards are always meant to help facilitate, you know, a time for pause and calm. My goal is to help my loved ones stop and value those around them. Remembering that no matter how far apart we are, and some of them are very far, you know, we are, you know, still somehow yet bonded. And I value each and every one of their personalities, you know, so the messages that I convey to them, you know, fit our specific relationship dynamics. So, for instance, some of the messages, you know, Kevin, they may be heartfelt, you know, while others, you know, we might want to joke about the year, you know, what type of year we've all had. But, you know, even then, it's all about perspective, you know, but the point, you know, the point being, I just want to let those who are closest to me know that they're in my thoughts. And I just want them to always remember, you know, that the value of words, because they're powerful. You know, I mean, how many times have you received a card and it positively impacted your outlook on life, Kevin? You know, for me, a, a, it could be a simple, I love you. You know, I'm wishing you a great new year or a Plano, you know, Merry Christmas, Erica, you know, because it fills my heart with enough joy to keep it moving in a positive direction. I really feel like, you know, uplifting words can help, you know, people's mental state, you know, and I'm proof of that. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, I can tell you growing up, my family, we moved around a lot. And with that, that means we had a lot of friends and family scattered all over the country. Um, you know, typically after saying goodbyes, when you're moving away, um, it's pretty easy to be forgotten and to be forgotten about. Um, so it's always brought my mom so much joy when she would get a Christmas card from her faraway friends, 
My mom was very proud of her, all of her cards. And just like the lights and the mistletoe, she would take them and hang them up around the doorframe going to the kitchen for all of us to see. We always went all out decorating the inside of the house for Christmas. And without fail, every year, the new cards would become part of our Christmas decorations. So Erica, I know you have received your share of Christmas cards. What are some of the ways people in your life have personalized cards to you? Well, Kevin, like I said, you know, personally, I just want to let everybody know I am a lover of all Kincaid. If you've never heard of Kincaid, look up Thomas Kincaid. Um, but, you know, most of the cards, you know, I've received, they range from being comical in nature, you know, to the nativity scenes filled with, you know, Bible scriptures. And some are even, you know, handmade. You know, there is nothing like a handmade card from your children, you know, is sure to soften even the coldest of hearts. And then also, guys, look, if you want me to be invested in your kids' milestones, I need some pictures. You know what I'm saying? I love um, to post my friends' kids' pics on my fridge. That's including you, family, if you want to send me some. Um, because it helps me stay invested in what they're doing. You know, if you, if you send them, I won't forget their birthday. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Because um, I know a lot of time family members, they get, you know, slotted when you forget their kid's birthday. But, you know, if you send me some pictures at Christmas time, I promise you I won't forget. We have and plenty of magnets. <laughs> I can tell you, you know, the reason being is because when you send me the photo, it helps minimize, minimize the distance, you know, between me and you because it helps me feel connected to you and your family. Yeah, I agree. I mean, <clears throat> I think it's always neat to, when you get the picture of the kid that you hadn't seen since last Christmas card, and you're like, oh my God, this kid's tripled in size, you know, and you can really grasp how big they're getting. And when you have those conversations on the phone with them, they talk about how big their kid's getting, but this allows you to really see that and put it into perspective, you know? Yeah, like my son, I mean, I really feel like he's grown like a total of four inches since the last year. I think last year he came to like, my chin area, and now I think he's actually a little bit taller than me. So definitely, pictures, yeah. you know, they help out a lot. Yeah, you're going to have to get bigger pictures for him. Yeah. You know, uh, sending cards to your friends and family is important, but I, I would like to shift to, I, I want to rethink the Christmas card. You know, think about all the people behind the scenes in your life who provide everyday services that you enjoy. Uh, let's take the, the mailman. Um or the trash man, people who are working in all the weather, snow, rain, delivering your mail, um, even though it might be junk mail and bills, they're still out there filling the mailboxes up with it. And your trash man, like not a job I would want to do. It's a very thankless job. And then uh, probably Erica's favorite, your local barista. For sure. For sure, Kevin. You gotta know, have my coffee. Gotta have her coffee. Not every service that provided is pleasant to do all year round like we discussed and those people have wants and needs that are never discussed you know how about go the extra mile this year and let them know you value their service because they help make your life more special they take care of a lot of the stuff that you don't want to do for yourself obviously yeah and so I would like to add on to that and with a little section that I call you know put out some positive vibes you know, let's remember that we give to give and don't give to get. And so, look, I've sent out many Christmas cards and I can tell you that the mail this year, it, you know, it's often a little scarce. You know, in fact, this year 
I've personally sent out about 15 cards and I've only received one Christmas card back. Yeah, me, one Christmas card. I kind of feel like uh, this was the year without a Santa Claus, if you guys can relate <laughs> a little bit. It's a good thing that I don't dwell, you know, on what others do. But hey, if you forgot to mail out my card, it's okay. No worries. I'm still waiting. I don't hold on to grudges. Just kidding. Yeah, you just created a whole podcast about it. Right, right. So, but what I want you to know is that, you know, my focus is only about putting out positive vibes. And if I can bless people who might be a little down this year with a few kind words to me, it's, it's always going to be worth it. And so that's why I continue to send them out, even though it's not the most popular thing to do right now. Um, and so what I would also add on to that is that, you know, your card, it might be that comforting message for a person, you know, out there who is praying to exist. You know, I don't know what kind of year you've had, you know, but this has really been a tough year for many and I'm not exempt from it. It's been a very hard year for me. Some of you may be out of work or suffering from some unfortunate illness, you know, but what I want to do today is I want to challenge each and every one of our listeners to be that driving force that gets someone back up again by garnering hope and love. And you can do that with the power of your words because your words, they have the power to be that beacon of light for those who are suffering. And so I challenge you to be empowered. You know, we, we can do this. Let's bring the tradition back. You know, it's not too late. It's never too late. They're still selling Christmas cards right now. <laughs> so Erica, what are some temp, simple tips that you could suggest to our listeners that could uh, get them get them going and get them inspired to take advantage of this Christmas card um, idea? Well, Kevin, the first thing that I would tell everybody is like, don't, don't overthink it. You know, we, we, you know, send, sending cards should be, it should be a really fun time. It should be an uplifting time. You know, don't send cards to people that you don't want to. Why, why would you do that? Why would you sit there preparing cards for people that, you know, haven't really been anything to, you know, you you know, that year. And really who wants to get a generic message from you? Right. Right. And I just want to let you know, all of our listeners out there that it's, it's okay. It's really okay. You know, Christmas cards are about remembering those who have been a blessing to you. And like Kevin said, you know, let's remember the mailman, you know, personally, I've had the mailman when it's raining outside, he will come and knock on my door and hand me my mail. And he doesn't have to do that. He could just put it in the mailbox, but he thinks enough about me so that I don't get wet so that he, you know, delivers my mail like that, you know, and the trash man, I always honor, you know, the trash man, you know, and it is one of those positions that can really be a very thankless job. And so I challenge all of our listeners today to make sure, give them a card, you know, give them some cookies with the card, let them know that you appreciate all of his hard work. And then I know, you know, I get coffee every morning, you know, and I've, and I've rewarded those girls with, you know, with cards and with gifts and stuff, you know, it's all about just letting those that, you know, giving everybody, you know, a big thank you, you know, for how much they've impacted your life for the year, you know? And so always remember that Christmas cards are about 
you know, just a simple way of, you know, letting people know that they're, they're in your thoughts. And so why not reward those people who reward you every day? And so my next tip would be, why not design your own card? You know, we're so used to going out and buying them, but you know, Kevin, it actually is a great way to let your creative side shine, you know, and it's a fun way to bond with others. You know, you can bond with your kids and it's something fun you can do with your spouse too. I bet you could get re really creative with that have, if you wanted to. Glitter wars. Yeah, glitter wars. What man wouldn't like glitter wars with his spouse, right? My job would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Kevin, you know, why not is it, get, get the kids involved? You know, help them carry on the tradition. You know, that's why we're talking about this today. Like I told you, I mean, I received one card and I'm, I'm not mad at it, but I just think it's because a lot of people, you know, don't understand its value. And so ask the kids who they want to send the card to, you know, do they want to send them to their grandparents? You know, do they want to send them to their teachers? Do they want to send them to their friends? I guarantee you that it will be a great bonding moment, you know, for you and your kids. Yeah, let alone, I think, you know, kids have all their their laptops and their tablets and their phones now. And they're just so used to just sending a message. I mean, we've gotten away from the phone call. I mean, we went from mail phone call and, and now it's just a generic text message that we're sending out. And um, so let's, let's try to bring it back. Let's show them, you know, what a Christmas card is and why we send them out. Talk about it. It's a great conversation with them. And I think you, you will be pleasantly surprised on their reaction on how good it feels to send them out. But even more so whenever you receive one, share that with them, let them read the message or read it to them and, and get them involved. And if they're sending out some cards, hopefully they'll get some back for themselves. Yeah, for sure. Kevin, I, I definitely agree with that. And so my last thing that I want to cover with you is to check out local, local establishments. And I'm going to tell you a brief story really quickly. So a few years ago when I was in college, um, they challenged us to get together with a group of other college students and we were to, to design Christmas cards. And it, it wasn't hard at all. It was very easy. There were boxes of like Christmas trees, stars, um, I mean, snowflakes, whatever you could think of. And we basically just took, you know, sheets of paper and we folded them together and then we would could personalize them and put little um, Christmas messages and stuff in there for people. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because for one, it brought us so much joy and, and, and doing that exercise together. I mean, it was exciting to see what, you know, my peers created and they were excited to see what I created. But what people don't realize is that there are seniors in retirement homes who would be delighted to receive a Christmas card. You know, Kevin, people, you know, the thing is that people like to assume that everybody has somebody and that's not, that's not true. You know, unfortunately, you know, as people get older, you know, many of their loved ones have passed on, you know, so let's not neglect them. You know, also, you know, think of the countless hospitals in your community. I think in my community right now, I can count, I think there's two hospitals here and these hospitals, they're filled with people, you know, who often feel like, you know, they're without hope. You know, how many of us this holiday season have felt like, you know, we're without hope, you know, so why not, you know, each and every one of us get together this year and do something new. We rethink the card. We don't only just send them 
to the family members and friends? Why not step, step out of our comfort zones, you know, and bless others with our kind words in a way that they would, you know, forever, you know, cherish, you know, this is the year that I want to reinstate it. And I know that each and every one of our listeners can feel our heart and we feel your heart. You know, help us rebuild the Christmas card this year. All right, guys, uh, be sure to connect with us on Instagram at Simply Rudimentary. We want to hear about your stories of sending and receiving Christmas cards. And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next week, find a way to keep it simple in a not-so-simple world. It's really Really just just simply simply rudimentary. rudimentary.